0: All right, it is July 9th, 2020. Welcome to the third podcast of Legacy Battle. We wanna thank everyone who's been watching. Um, If you haven't, uh, you know, uh, you should. (laughs) Uh, It's available on the Legacy Battle group page. Please join. All the videos are in the archive section. Uh, If you wanna know more about our panelists, go back, watch the first show, which was uh, the Dream Team versus the Redeem Team. Our next show will be August 6th. Um, And it's going to be should Major League Baseball put steroid players into the Hall of Fame. So we hope you'll all come check that one out. Um, Our trivia question, we're going to jump into it right away tonight. I know we waited almost till the end last time, but we're going to do it right away tonight. So since we're doing a baseball debate on August 6th, our trivia question is baseball related. It is a three part question. So you gotta get all three parts right, put it in the comments. Nobody gets it, we'll put it on the group page. Before joining the Cleveland Indians, the wild thing Ricky Vaughn pitched in what league, what jersey number did he wear with Cleveland and what major league record did he set? So if you didn't get all that, you can watch the recorded version later on. All right, so uh, as we said, this is our third show. We've had a uh, different debate each time. Our first one was a moderated debate. Last one was Lincoln Douglas style debate. Tonight is an open debate. Um, next month we're doing a team debate. So we do try to change things up. Um, and tonight's debate, uh, as everybody knows, is Wayne Gritt versus Mario Lemieux. We, we are going to start right now while some dog is barking at somebody's house, right? I <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna start. Um as it's an open debate, so there's no rules. Everyone just kind of talks and puts their facts out there and and we combat it one one another. So let's just start on the ice right off the bat. Brett, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh who you feel the, the better player was on the ice and, and, and why?
1: Well, you know, um again we're we're debating of the greatest athletes in almost any sport you could argue of all time um and then specifically with hockey and i'm sure we're going to get into a lot of stats and things like that but something i found that really stood out to me um regarding you talking about wayne gretzky um wayne gretzky and it's a stat but it says that he notched around 44 percent more points than the person who's closest behind them which is now Yamir jagr Um, and what that says is if you look at the other major sports and just looking at this real quick, like if you're talking about baseball, that would mean that person would have to have hit 335 more home runs than Barry Bonds, who sits at 762. Um, or you look at a, in the NFL, a quarterback would have had to pass for around 31,000 more yards than Brett Favre's 71,800 in order to achieve the same type of greatness in that sport. And you could go on in some of the other ones, but I'll start off with that. I mean, uh, Gretzky was uh, uh, really a man amongst boys when he entered the league starting his rookie year. That's true.
0: Brian, I see you got Wayne Gretzky hockey on there <laughs> behind you <laughs> going old school. What do you think about what he just said?
2: Well, I mean, when I when I think about Wayne Gretzky, I think about, OK, you got Got the skinny, one hundred eighty pound, six foot tall guy. I mean, physically, he was—you know—just about everybody was bigger than him. And yet, it was his intelligence, just his his complete hockey IQ of always being able to be in the right position at the right time, being able to read what was going on. That just is what elevated him so—you know—so much higher than just about everybody else. you know, I mean, you can you can get into you know all the other great things, but I think if you just if you really just boil it down to one thing, that's really what it was. It was just his intelligence. Um, and so, I mean, you know, you, we can get into um, we could talk about what might have been with Mario Lemieux uh, with the injuries. and I'm sure we'll get to that later. But what was with with Wayne Gretzky was just was just greatness. And when you look at the numbers, you look at the the, the trophies. Um, you look at all of the accomplishments, really, he's just, um, as Brett said, I'm just, a, just a man of my boys.
0: I agree, he was the smartest player to ever play the game. And uh, you mentioned being where, where the puck is. That was one of his famous quotes, is that he would not go to the puck, he would go to where the puck was going to be. Right, and right. that always put him ahead of the play. Um, Kevin, what, what, what are your thoughts on what they had to say?
3: Um, I mean, obviously it's Wayne Gretzky, uh, the great one. Uh, he got that nickname for a reason. Uh, if you look at stats, overall stats, um, I mean, of course he's the GOAT. I mean, he's the Tom Brady of the NHL. He's the Tiger Woods of the NHL. Um, and just like you guys had mentioned, like he, his offensive awareness was obviously above anybody. I mean, he, he put up almost 3000 points in his career um, and that's, Insane. Um, you know, hockey seasons are half of the amount of uh, what baseball seasons are, and uh, people get three thousand hits in in baseball seasons, and he almost got three thousand points in in shorter amount of, a shorter amount of time. Um, clearly, I mean, he like you said, he knew where to be. He knew where the puck was going to be. Um, you know, he was sent to Los Angeles. Los Angeles brought him in to basically save hockey in the in the Pacific, and he did that single handedly. Um, and look at the Kings. I mean, they've won cups since him, and they're thriving over there. Um, I mean, he's just top-notch. He's the GOAT. And overall, stats-wise, I mean, it speaks for itself.
0: I go to the, the assists. Let's just say assists for Wayne Gretzky, 1,963 assists. That's more than anyone has points. That is an incredible stat. And and that tells you how well that he, he saw the ice. Um, Ninety
1: two. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you, Mike. I'll, I'm just gonna throw a stat that stood out to me amongst everything else was his plus minus, a plus 520. Plus and for, 520. And
0: for anyone watching, uh, doesn't know what plus minus is, that's basically the amount of goals that are scored on uh, for you and against you while you're on the ice. Um, so that is yeah. A, that so if he's plus that means that many more goals was scored for his team oh, while he was on the ice and you mentioned uh you know the plus minus the goals he had we all know he had the 92 goals in one season that's never going to be matched that mm-hmm. especially not in today's nhl you know we're never going to see anything like that um he's the point per game leader at 1.92 Uh, points per game or i'm sorry yeah that was was right yeah that's right yeah 1.92 yeah he's got four 200 point seasons um that is incredible because he's the only person to have 200 point seasons uh 61 nhl (laughs) records yeah he was nine heart trophies And of course, he led the uh, 1987 Canada Cup team in points. Uh, I posted the video of him making the pass to uh, Lemieux uh, for the game-winning goal of that tournament against uh, Russia. Um, So, yes, stats-wise,
1: he's just, he's through the roof. Yeah, I mean, just the comparison to Lemieux too, Lemieux finished a plus 115, and I mean, we're talking about again debating whether the greatest in the NHL and he's he's 400 uh, uh, 400 behind him in that category it's just amazing when you look at that yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. yeah um so
0: let let's let's look at mario a little bit here with in in his stats um
2: Brian what what do you got to say about mario well obviously mario you know we all know what he went through um he had the back, the back issues. He had the, um, uh, the Hodgkin's disease. He missed a lot of time for that reason. Um, technically played 17 seasons, but you know, there was a few of those seasons were very abbreviated. So I, I went and I, I kind of, I kind of dove deep and I wanted to get an idea of what would have happened had Mario not have gone through all that had he stayed roughly as healthy as, as Wayne Gretzky throughout that time. So, Uh, First off, Wayne Gretzky, he played, um, played 572 more games than Mario. Um, Mario, uh, he was able to, um, he was getting 1.8 points per game, um, 0.75 goals per game. And I figured out a few more averages. So I'm gonna bring up this uh, graphic here if I can. Okay, so. We're in the big time. We we use notebook paper, <laughs> right? So here's so here's Wayne Grasky. First off, this is this is his actual stats. He's got eight ninety four. He's first in first in goals, first in assists with nineteen sixty three. Uh, first in points with uh, two uh, two thousand eight fifty seven. Power play goals he's at seventeenth two oh four. shorthanded goals seventy three. First and game winning goals ninety one. He's twenty first. So, and like I said, I I did some math and I made some adjusted totals for Mario. Now, these are not Mario's actual totals. These were, if he would have kept the same rate and played the same amount of games as Wayne. So now we look at it and Mario would have been first in goals with uh, 1119. He would have been second in assists with 1679. He would have only trailed Wayne by 57 points. He'd have been second all time. He would have been first all time in power play goals by a significant margin. Um, He would have been first in shorthanded goals with 80 and he would have been second in game winning goals with uh, 120. So really, when you look at it, you would have Mario would be first or second in all five of these, I'm sorry, six, all six of these major um, uh, categories. And, and he would surpass Wayne um, uh, in a few of them here. So and then wayne would actually be you know down 17th or 21st and and a couple of them so we would probably be talking about mario being the greatest ever without hesitation had that been the case
0: he's the uh, the big what if like uh we were talking about uh ken griffey jr last debate exactly uh, big what if um as far as mario so i did a little bit of my own let's say adjusting as well uh, there is a stat out there that actually shows that Lemieux leads in adjusted points per game. And what that is, is based off of each year that they played, you take the scoring of every player in the league and average that out. And based off of that, Mario actually has a higher points per game average, which was an interesting stat for me to find. Um, uh, And uh, the 92-93 season for Mario, statistically speaking is the greatest season in nhl history um unfortunately he he did get uh cancer during that season so he did miss a chunk of the games but he was on pace to beat gretzky's 92 goals and he was on pace for 215 points um probably would have had more points in my opinion uh than 215 um when he came back from the the Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, he was getting the radiation treatments. This guy scored forty five points in the last fifteen games of the season. That's like a three point average. <laughs> that was coming back from, you know, cancer treatments, radiation treatments. Imagine if he's at full health. Um, I- and, and and even him himself said like that he was drained you know he he ended up taking the whole was it 94 season off because he was just so physically drained um you know from coming back from that chemo and everything um and uh, you know everybody knows he caught pat LaFontaine that year mario goes out with cancer he ends up down like 30 points or whatever and then he comes back at the end of the year and he ends up winning the scoring title by 15 points but so statistically speaking that's the greatest
1: season uh in nhl history and, yeah, uh, didn't the go on like a 17-game winning streak when yep. he returned from Cancer? Yep. Yes. yes so yeah, their yeah. first what president trophy?
0: Yeah. And I think it was the last game in the season against the Rangers. They, they they put in 10 goals and uh you know Mario had five, got a standing ovation at Madison Square Garden. That that's a pretty rare thing. He got a standing ovation in Philadelphia. Uh, when he came back from the, the treatment in Philly, they hate everybody. I mean, they throw snowballs at Santa Claus. So, you know, but, um, Brian, you had mentioned something. I think it was you who mentioned it. But um, with, you know, the amount of goals that Mario would have had in in what you put on there, it, I think it's it's important to point out that Gretzky himself has said that Mario is a better goal scorer. Now, not player overall, not pass or whatever gretzky himself has said mario's a better goal scorer um and that's why he passed him the puck supposedly uh you know going down on russia there in in the 87 uh cup there
1: so uh
0: brett you got a grand
1: what do you got to say um you know again you can go back and i like brian's uh detail there going in and seeing what he would have done Uh, throughout his career if he would have been healthy, because it's just true. And again, we talk about the what if, and uh, that's something that will be definitely spoken about in this, you know, debate back and forth. But something I look at, too, um, depending on if we're going to look at stats is look at who Gretzky was paired with early in his career uh, on on the Edmonton Oilers. I mean, you're talking about Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer that he was paired up with. Um, You know, you guys, uh, what, Mark Messier um, there, and then, yeah, Curry, yeah, and then you got Grant Fuhrer back at goal, you know, so,
3: yeah,
1: stacked, and Lemieux came into the league and he had no one, I mean, in, uh, I I believe it's his highest point total for a season, the 199, he had no one, he did it all on his own, I mean, basically with a, uh, not bums, but no one compared to what Edmonton had, and then they finally he, he, started putting pieces around him. Right? He he did have Coffee that season. Ah, uh, I mean, yeah, but, but compared yeah, to who Gretzky sort of had to play with, I mean, you're talking about an all-star team versus Lemieux and Coffee, and then you started having the guys like Yager and Ron Francis and Recky all come in there, and so I mean, that's that's another argument on the side for Lemieux that he did it with much less weapons than what gretzky had
0: and that, that's something that's always said but uh if you actually go back and you look at gretzky's like first very first couple years the edmonton Oilers weren't good when he got there and uh his line mates i don't even remember their names like his first two seasons because they were so horrible then pretty much from year three on you know they they, they got pretty good but kevin what's your take on mario
3: Oh, unfortunately,
0: <laughs> both with all your, with all your penguin stuff in the background.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian and, uh, and Brett definitely um, had to be touched on a lot of what I was going to talk about. Um, but also, you know, I want to say that competition when Gretzky first came into the league, wasn't as what it was, uh, you know, when you came in as well. Um, it was easier to score back then. Um, I mean, both, I will say both, Both Lemieux and Gretzky scored 100 plus points in their rookie years. Um, You can't Mm -hmm. take both of them, Um, but I don't know. The the I agree with Brett. I think his team was actually more stacked. Um, You know, Gretzky had five seasons over. No, I'm sorry. um, Four seasons over a 100 points um, before Lemieux even got into. Uh, the league and one of them was over 200 points. Actually, two seasons were over 200 points and one was at 196. Um, I mean, <laughs> three seasons at basically two, averaging 200 points a season. Um, I mean, that competition uh, was pretty shoddy, if you ask me. Um, and that is right there, 600 points of his, you know, 2,800. Um, that brings him down to 2,200 um if you take those three seasons away but lemieux like brett said when he first came in the league pittsburgh was on the brink of bankruptcy they had filed it um they were talking about relocating um there literally was nobody on the team um until 89 90 when players started coming in on on trades and whatnot um and Lemieux later in his career he battled the health issues um and what he did when he came back from cancer was remarkable um Mentioned that five goal game against the Rangers. Um, let's not forget. and He also is the only player to score a goal five different ways in one game: uh, power play, shorthanded, uh, penalty shot, empty net, and uh, full. Something you know, we'll never see again. Exactly. Yeah, that. you're yeah. never gonna see that again. Uh, and I think it was again, if I'm not mistaken, it was against New New Jersey Devils. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And New Jersey back then was one of our biggest rivals. I mean, to put that up, you know, against the rival team that. That says a lot. Um, But later on in his career, after he retired and came back, um, yeah, we still had Yager Schrock on Kovalev for those first few seasons. Um, But after that, we hit rock bottom. Pittsburgh, again, was at the bottom end of the totem pole. He suffered more injuries. He got AFib and only played, I think, 26 games the one season and, like, 18 the other season. Um, He had the hip injury in the 26-game season. So, I mean, later on, in his, even his, his last three seasons, I mean, they really weren't anything that you would be productive at. I mean, our best player was Ryan Malone, who, you know, later was caught with cocaine when he was playing for Brett's team, Lightning. So, I mean, <laughs> that's our best player at that time. I mean, come on. And Lemieux made his players that were on his line better. He elevated his players. Alexei Morozov was a nobody until he was paired up with Lemieux, and then he was almost as good as Lemieux because Lemieux got him into where he needed to be and fed him the puck. Morozov was an excellent player. And then once Lemieux left and, and Morozov left to go to cage, you don't hear his name ever again. Lemieux made everybody around him better.
0: Morozov's career ended when his rookie year in the playoffs, when he hit the post on the penalty shot that lost the game against the Canadians. So don't give me anything about Morozov. Um, anyways, Kevin, you did mention, uh, the scoring uh, of Gretzky early on. Um, this is something to add to Gretzky's legacy. Um, the Oilers were so good at scoring goals. They created the Gretzky rule. Um, for people who don't know what that is, it's basically offsetting penalties. And what that means is, um, it eliminated four on four, three on three, um, because too much ice was open when there were less players on the ice, uh, for Gretzky and the Oilers to score goals. So they actually call that the Gretzky rule. And I thought that was, uh, a, a pretty interesting thing and, and a nice thing for his legacy, uh, since we are talking legacies today. Um, so let's <laughs> Kevin shaking his head. All right. So that, that was good with the stats. Um, let's, let's move on. Uh, Let's talk about the, the after the hockey careers, um, Kevin, I'm sure you've got some good stuff to say. So Why don't you start that out with, uh, start out
3: with Mario since we started with Gretzky on the last one. All right. Um, I mean, Mario has done a lot for the city of Pittsburgh. He saved the team twice, you know, when he came to Pittsburgh as a player and then he uh, bought the team out of bankruptcy and kept them in Pittsburgh. And, uh, he's been a successful owner. Um, of the Penguins, they've won, um, you know, three Stanley Cups um, uh, since he's been the owner. Um, he's done so much for the city of Pittsburgh, um, off ice, building cancer research centers and, and uh, uh, medical facilities um, and the community. Um, he's just an all around good guy. I mean, he helped Cindy Crosby, mentored him, let Crosby move into his home um, to help mentor him and get him where he needed to be. Um, shape Crosby into the player that he is. Um, and now Crosby's doing the same type of stuff that Lemieux is doing for the city and, uh, passing down his legacy to other players that are coming into our system here in Pittsburgh. Um, uh, you know, I can't say enough nice things about the guy. Um, now Gretzky. Um, I have some other things to say about Gretzky. Um, but you know, Lemieux all around is a good guy. Um, he's done a lot for the city. He saved the team and the franchise. Um, but I don't really got anything bad to say. And that's not just because I'm from Pittsburgh. I literally don't know of anything, uh, bad that I could say about him. Other than I know someone might, there was one time when he was in Minnesota, allegedly he was in the same room as somebody that potentially got sexually assaulted. Um,
0: let me let me, let me give you some more details on that because I love the dirt sheets and Kevin, check your microphone—it's uh going in and out. So what that was was the Dan Quinn rape case in 1992. It happened in Mario's hotel room. Okay, the woman claimed rape, and it allegedly occurred while Mario and another woman were in the room. They met at a bar. They all went to Mario's room. The woman in bed with Mario, woman in bed with Mario. Claim she heard the other woman crying and saying no. Um, Quinn and Mario both got court orders stopping release of that police report, okay? And I just would like to point out, too, that when Mario was in bed with that other girl, and I just want to say this, Mario is my favorite player of all time, but I'm, I am I like to put all the facts out here. Mario, when he was in bed with that girl, was already dating his soon-to-be wife, who was pregnant with child, during. <laughs> that time I did the math and the math adds up that she was pregnant with his child while they were dating, while he was in bed with another woman. So
3: yeah, that was a stat I didn't know. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> hey, you know, I like that's their, dessert. um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the only negative I've ever found, uh, on Mario. And and you mentioned, uh, Mario, Uh, what he's doing for Crosby, I I would like to throw in there that Gretzky is doing the same for Connor McDavid um, and a lot of the young Oilers coming up. But, Brett, go ahead. uh, Let's hear what you got to say.
1: Well, Mario should have talked to Crosby and made him a little tougher. He's a little bit uh, soft (laughs) on that aspect. (laughs) Other than that, you know, no, I have to, I, I do have to agree. I think, you know, Mario went from a player that changed a city to he went to an owner. And a GM that really changed the city and kept it going. And I mean, Pittsburgh's a dynasty. There's no other way to say it. Um, I again, I'm, I don't say I hate Pittsburgh. Obviously, uh, when I'm a hockey fan since I was born and I grew up watching them, and um, I loved Mary Lemieux, I loved Gretzky, I loved them all. Um, so I mean, there's no hate there at all. Um, and again, you, then you look. You know, the thing I could say is Gretzky has really struggled after hockey not that he doesn't mentor players and do some good things outside but when it comes to the hockey aspect because I mean he tried to become the head coach didn't last that long did not go well um, he turned into a GM of the Coyotes and the Coyotes what, what have they done I mean they missed the playoffs almost every single year there, there's struggle there um, so I mean he hasn't had the same success that Mario has um, after the player you know being into hockey so that's where I'd have to say a little bit again there's not much other than what you dug up about him, uh, you can say terrible about these these two guys. They've kind of uh, kept their stuff together. Here, what Brian has to say on that, though.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, Mario Lemieux. Is, I mean, if you you mentioned the name Mario Lemieux in, in the city of Pittsburgh, I mean, you're going to get a smile. I mean, he's uh, what he's done for that city, um, for hockey. You know, for hockey in that city is just uh, it's hard to compare, really. To you know to really anywhere anyone else in the sense that that team there was multiple times when it looked like we, we seriously were dreading that that team was going to leave the city i mean seriously it was very very real where i was w- worried i was going to wake up next day and the team was going to be gone you know it's going to be kansas city or wherever um and and mario stepped in i mean the first time was with it was with his play really and and, and then you know, later it was actually stepping in, you know, with his own money and his management and everything, being able to save that team. And um, I mean, that's just tremendous. I, you know, you you found a, you know, a a dark side of Mario back when he was in his early twenties. All right, you know, but um, you know, I just look at this overall um, contributions to the city, um, to hockey, I, I, I remember, you know, whenever hockey just wasn't that big of a deal yet and i was still young but i just remember when it really wasn't that no you know i'm not gonna say nobody cared about it but it there just wasn't that same sort of fever that it was till when you know when mario showed up and started you know when he first got the got the penguins into the playoffs and i believe it was it was 89. 89. that was i mean that was just tremendous i mean i remember it all through the whole city was just buzzing over it. You turn on the radio, you know, for the first time I, I, you know, I cared about, uh, you know, the Wales Conference and, you know, there's these things I didn't really, you know, have that much interest in beforehand. It was like, I was, I was gripped. That's whenever I really became a fan, I was just gripped on, wow, we're going to, you know, got a seven game series, we're going to advance through the playoffs. And, you know, and then when we, when, when Mario finally led that team to, uh, you know, the first Stanley Cup victory, um, over the North stars. I mean, that was just a tremendous thing. I mean, it was, i remember turning on the news. There was people out in the streets, you know, just, uh, just making a huge deal about this thing. It was, it was a complete fever that, 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 you know, that consumed the city and, and really none of that would have been possible without Mario at all. You know, and, and so that's, that's what the city of Pittsburgh owes him. And, and, and that's what, um, you know, he, that's just to reiterate, you know, he, he put, he put hockey on, put Pittsburgh on the map in the hockey world. Not to mention the penguins still owed him millions of dollars. That's right. He could have called in on that 40, 40 million, but he didn't do it, you know. So yeah, yeah. He's
0: well, he, he, he used it as equity company. to buy the
2: team. Yeah. Right, right.
3: Yeah. yeah. But right. he could have easily been like, give me my money, then we would have been even worse shape. True. And yeah. when he got
0: them out of bankruptcy, he paid every person that worked for the organization, right down to the vendors giving Coke like full 100 percent on the dollar. Usually in bankruptcy, you don't do that. If you're talking like you get Ten percent of what you're owed, um, and that's legal. Uh, but he he gave everybody every penny. I I do give him credit for that. Um, Kevin, since I gave uh, I gave out Mario's dirt, why don't you uh, why don't you bring up the dirt sheets for Gretzky? What do you got?
3: Actually, I was kind of uh, Brett had brought up his uh, failed ownership in um, GM and coaching. That was one thing I was going to talk about. Um, <laughs> absolutely nothing for um, the Coyotes, and then um, <laughs> his. His family life. His family life. uh, Here we go. It's it's got some issues there. um, That you know, starting with his daughter and her social media and the pictures and videos that she posts on on her uh, Instagram or whatever it was, Twitter or whatever those folks use nowadays. Um, I'm not into any of that stuff. uh, But uh, please, you watched every video. We know. uh, You're (laughs) checking out her Instagram, though. Yeah. No. It was but, for research, uh, right? I yeah. was oh like, the hell's got my favorites, page. <laughs> but, uh, the gambling ring, okay? Let's, let's just touch base on that a little bit. Do I really think – yeah. Do I really think that Gretzky wasn't a part of the gambling? Um, I mean, it's open that, you know, he knew about his wife gambling. Um, <clears throat> so whether he, it was his bets that she was doing for him and she, he let her take the fall for it, I don't know. But there's recordings of Gretzky trying to cover it up, trying to get his wife out of the lawsuit, um, out of the investigation or whatever that was going on. Um, they were betting on hockey games, in um, sporting events, football. I think was another one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if you look at baseball, Pete Rose, he was betting on games, and he got, you know, banned for life from the Hall of Fame because of that. Gretzky, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, he's a great player, but if you're going to do that to a great player in baseball. <clears throat> He wasn't completely innocent in this gambling ring. I'm telling you that right now. He knew all about it and he tried to cover it up.
0: Well, Rick Talk is the one that went to jail for
3: it. Yeah, because do you really think that they're going to let Gretzky get in trouble for that and have his his legacy tarnished the way it would be tarnished if he had any inkling of a possibility of him gambling and betting on games.
0: I guess we could say uh, Mario's a nice guy because he hired a felon in it after the fact. But... Brett, what do you got to say about that?
1: <laughs> I mean, it, again, you you really have to dig deep into some of his personal issues. And again, a lot of it, it, it could be clickbait because, you, you know, how much do some of these news stories really know about the situations going on? But there's been stuff put out there about his drinking and him having a drinking issue um and then they tie that to um, the 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 golfer who like dated or I don't know if, I don't think they're dating anymore. They're maybe Johnson, they're married, yeah. I think. Okay, um, but they tied it to him because he had a drinking problem at one point, and they said it's kind of a family issue. And um, uh, but I mean, again, this is all outsiders looking in into a family situation. But um, I mean, Kevin pretty much said it. The gambling ring was something that I had heard about in the past. Didn't really look much into um so I mean you're you're digging real deep to try and tarnish uh two of the greatest players to ever play a sport in their life that's kind of where I'm at with it
0: yeah Brian um since we've been bashing Gretzky here for a little bit let's go back to Mario (laughs) do you you think that Mario was a coach killer and and a player killer for that matter
2: um yeah it's an interesting question I mean he, he certainly wanted to assert himself on a team. He certainly wanted to be part of the decision-making. Um, but the, the question was always, well, did he earn that? And, and there's a lot in a lot of ways you could say that he did, you know, he, I mean, he was the team captain. He was, like I said, he was, um, he was just the man in Pittsburgh. He was, he, he knew he was responsible for, um, for carrying, you know, uh, the entire, the entire team and the entire franchise. So it was, it was a difficult thing for him to, you know, accept another coach with different ideas. Um, I think that there was times when he did, but, but I can understand why he didn't. And, and I can understand why people do think he's a coach killer as well, because you know, there's, there's a certain sentiment that says, oh, well, he's, you know, the coach is in charge. You have to listen to what he says, period, you know, and, and, but we've seen that. And I think Lemieux was kind of on the cutting edge of this, but we've seen it in sports over the last couple of decades where players have had a lot more influence on you know, on coaching decisions than they ever did before i mean you know, especially going to the nba um you know even the nhl yeah. to an extent, and, and other sports i mean where you know they, they really seem to have you know they, they want to be part of it maybe not controlling everything but they want to be part of the decision they want to at least be asked about it or at least be involved in the thought process and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing um you know perhaps you know you could have gone about it a better way but I think he was, like I said, at the forefront of sort of, sort of evolution um, of players being more involved.
0: Yeah, um, I, I believe that he ran the greatest coach in NHL history off Scotty Bowman, um, you know, brought in Eddie Johnson, who, uh, you know, God love him. But his head wasn't exactly all there after all those pucks the head he took through his years playing. And, and everybody knows Mario ran that team uh, after Scotty Bowman left. Um, and then, you know, just players, everybody knows he hated Zuboff. Got Sergei Zuboff traded, brought in Kevin Hatcher, Peter Klima. I mean, the guy was an all-star, came to Pittsburgh. Mario didn't like playing with him, gone. Um, so he, he has had that, uh, I guess we'll say aura uh, about him. Uh, in, in his past, but uh, let's move on to the to to uh, I guess we'll call it the next section or whatever. Um, who do we feel is like the bigger star? Um, and I'll, I'll start this one out. Um, Gretzky, I'm gonna start with Gretzky, uh, and his, his starness. Um, Gretzky was so big that his wedding was put on TV. Um, yeah out in canada nationwide you know he carried the olympic torch uh uh up in vancouver uh during the olympics um the canadian government tried to block the trade of wayne gretzky from the edmonton oilers to the los angeles kings a government got involved to block a trade in a professional sports and that's why we have that the the famous quote uh today um when people talk about their teams, Oh, they would never trade him. Well, they traded Gretzky. You know, that's, that's, that's the, the, the big quote, um, you know, Gretzky's hosted Saturday night live. Uh, he was on the Simpsons. He was on the young and the restless mom. If you're listening. Yeah, that's right. Wayne Gretzky was on your show back in the day. Um, and, um, something that to me says star power is money. And I just want to point out that, uh, Gretzky out-earned Mario two hundred million to forty-five million, uh, you know, in the playing career days. So, um,
2: Brian, what do, what, what do you what, what do you think? What's what's Mario's star shade to you? Well, I mean, like I mentioned before, you know, Mario, he, you know, he he was Pittsburgh hockey. Um, he was that imprint on it. But when I look at Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky's his startup is bigger and that's because he basically took he basically took um, hockey out of the Stone age. I mean hockey was a, a regional sort of thing. Um, it was you know it was popular in Canada and in its, in its cities but uh, in its. US cities but outside of that it really wasn't. and when Wayne Gretzky you know came in and became the star um, it became a whole nationwide thing you know it, it really it put hockey on the map. And, and so, and then not only did that, you know, he, he, re, he revives the, you know, the Edmonton, um, uh, franchise, he goes down to Los Angeles. Um, he, he basically keeps, you know, uh, the interest of, of California hockey. Uh, you know, he, he makes that a thing. Um, and, and even, you know, when he goes to the Rangers, you know, he gotta that storied franchise. So, um, it's just, it's bigger with Gretzky because of, you know, of, of, of what he, um, the amount of. You know the amount of fans he brought in more people he touched um and then as far as uh he was more of a marketable guy too uh Mario was sort of soft spoken um he just wasn't really you know camera friendly so much he just that really wasn't his thing his personality uh, wasn't there whereas uh Gresky had more of that he was more more of an outgoing guy um so he's more marketable i mean you know we we have you know we have the n e s game here wayne Gretzky's. Um, we, I remember when the Bo Jackson had his uh, 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 commercial. Wayne Gresky was the hockey representative on that. Uh, the Bo nose, hockey, um, yeah, you know, just just everything. Um, when you thought of hockey, you, the first guy that you really thought of was Wayne Gretzky.
0: Well, and it didn't help with the commercials. The, Lemieux's first language wasn't uh, English; it was French. Um, yeah. Good point. yeah. Which, which, it, it did get him a Snickers commercial where he did it in. English and French, but uh, Brett, is Gretzky responsible for that Western expansion?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I could definitely say that it is. I agree with all of Brian's points there, talking about the markability of Gretzky, um, because, you know, you, I mean, you look at him, and uh, a thing that stands out, too, you're talking about who's the bigger star. Gretzky is the only player in the history of the NHL to have his number retired by all teams, if I'm correct. I mean...
2: Uh, that's correct
1: yeah and that makes a lot of teams upset about it too because they're like he has nothing to do with my but they get it um you can look at normal people around if you go to a random person on the street and you say do you know what hockey is well yeah even if they're not a big fan i know my wife for one you know who do you know do you know mario Lemieux? she's like who's that do you know wayne gretzky oh yeah i know him i mean it it's a name solidified around the world not necessarily just in hockey hockey world at the time that everybody knew um it it, it's just because he did he changed the whole land uh for hockey and then if we're talking about stars i mean hey you go and you look at like uh i was checking it out that uh twitter mary lemieux has more followers man than gretzky gretzky's (laughs) struggling there in the twitter aspect so hey we're talking about stars social media this day and age is it but if we had
0: Gretzky's daughter, and I'm sure uh, he's, they're yeah, killing
1: Mario. Yeah, yeah
3: I don't uh, even want to. Supposedly wanna... her account got deleted or, or t- taken down. Because you've been looking at it too much. I mean, <laughs> <come on. laughs> Doing your research. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Evan, what, what do you got to say on this this topic?
3: Well, I mean, I think Mario Lemieux is kind of at a disadvantage in, in that aspect, because uh, his whole career was in one city, you know let he played in Canada, he got shipped over to the West, then he came into the Midwest when he was on St. Louis, then he went to the Big Apple. I mean, he's been on multiple teams, um, kind of spread out his name all around. Um, Major so, yeah. yeah, he got more exposure across, you know, two countries, basically. <laughs> um, so, I mean, obviously, more people are going to know his name, whereas Lemieux spent his whole career in Pittsburgh, that was it. One team, even when he became the owner, it was of the same team that he played on. He hasn't left the city of Pittsburgh since he got there. Um, You know, but, I mean, you did mention that, you know, Gretzky got some honors up in Canada, but so did Lemieux. In 2009, Lemieux was made a knight by the National Order of Quebec, and he was also made an officer um, of the Order of Canada um, in 2010. Um, So, I mean, Lemieux's gotten some honors up in Canada as well, the country that, you know, he came from, just like Gretzky. But I don't know. I just Lemieux. I, I just think Lemieux is at a disadvantage because, like I said, he's he was in one city, so obviously most of his contributions and things that he's going to do is going to be in that one area that he's been in, where he's been passed around um, and ended up in Arizona as as an owner and coach. Um, so I mean, he even went down south. Um, I just I, I feel like Gretzky's had more exposure. Uh, because he's moved so many times. Um, And in his stats, I mean, obviously, people are gonna know his name because of his stats. But no one, no one's mentioned yet that when Lemieux came into the league, first game, first shift, first shot, first goal, after he burned Ray Bork. Who, Who does that? Who scores on their first game, first shift, first shot, and beats Ray Bork? Like, that's uh, Hall of Famer defenseman. Yeah, yeah, I mean, best and, and Stanley second Cup best winner.
0: defenseman of all time, probably,
3: and a yeah. Stanley Cup winner when he was in Colorado. I mean, for, for a young kid to come into the league and do that, um, you know, I I feel that's just amazing. That's that's exciting. Uh, you're not you're not going to see that often um, where they score on their first shot, first shift, first game, um, and hey. good.
1: I was just going to say Bobby Orr said that he thinks Mary Lemieux is the most talented hockey player he's ever seen. So, I mean, you have
3: some of the greats throwing out those things around there that. Well, and even Yager, Yager has mentioned that he up to Lemieux when he saw Lemieux come over there um, and play international play. Um, he was starstruck basically. And, and he looked up to, to Lemieux. Um, and when he got drafted by Pittsburgh, Lemieux took him under his wing like he did Crosby um and, and took him in as well. Um granted their relationship got soured a little bit later on when you know Lemieux was an owner and tried to bring yoger back and Yager you know gypped us and went to Philly um instead <laughs> uh, when we offered him a contract. Um so their, their relationship is strained but um they've made know, up he just he just had a recent interview where he still talked good about Lemieux um even after their strained relationship and Yager is Ryan had mentioned what second and in, in was it points that you said or behind Gretzky or something somebody mentioned it Jogger yeah, second, second in the league the player Main. basically saying Lemieux, Lemieux was my was my was my role model I mean second second best player just under Gretzky is saying Lemieux is my role model I mean come on mm-hmm.
0: well and and just one last thing I want to add on the the star power um, it was last year that the NHL Players Association they did a poll and it was what player would you most like to see play uh live? And Gretzky was number one with thirty-one point eight percent. Mario was not even number two, he was number three at nine point two percent. Uh so Bobby Orr was above him uh at fourteen point nine percent. So that gives you an idea of what the actual players as a whole might think. Um Yager, yeah. Yager's a great player. He played with Mario all those years too, so that's going to bias him a little bit, uh, I feel.
3: But, Can um, I throw something out there real quick? Yeah. Is it just me, and I could be wrong, but I feel like Mario Lemieux has scored bigger goals than, than Gretchen. Like,
0: that that was the, the next topic that I was going to bring. What is the the most memorable moment that for – who do you think has the most memorable moment so Kevin since you started that go ahead.
3: um I mean you had already mentioned earlier in the show that that uh, goal for Canada yeah Gretzky assisted it. Um, but that was a huge goal for Canada winning uh, the gold at that point, but um Lemieux I mean he was clutching the the um, the playoffs Stanley Cup finals um, for 91 92 for Pittsburgh, I just I still remember that goal against the North stars. Uh, where he came up the center ice, split them, and uh, then made Casey look like a fool Um, in net. Uh, that goal, like, sticks out so much um, that, like... That they made a statue of it. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing That was graffitied goal. a few weeks ago, unfortunately. It was graffitied, unfortunately. But, I mean, I just feel like he scored clutch goals, and then, if I'm not mistaken, he scored the game winner um, off of a Larry, uh, Larry Murphy shot against Chicago in game one, when we came back from down four to one, I believe it was going into the third, we came back and beat Chicago with like four seconds left. Um, I'm pretty sure he scored that game winning goal. Um, his goal, uh, his last goal before retirement, he got the breakaway against Philadelphia on home ice. Like <laughs> can't even, that was huge. You can't write that. I mean, that's like a, a, a movie, like fantasy thing, like your last game on home ice, you get a breakaway at the end of the game to, to bury a breakaway um, against Philadelphia, one of our biggest rivals. Um, and then his first game back, he scores a goal assisted from yours truly, your Yager. Auger, um, first game back out of retirement. Um, and he had a goal and two assists that game. I mean, those are some of the goals that I remember um, that were just huge and will stick in my mind forever. And he's had, had other ones. Um, that were amazing, Um, but, you know, obviously I want to leave something for the rest of y'all to (laughs) say. Brett, go ahead.
1: Um, You know, it's funny talking about a breakaway. uh, Obviously, I was not – I'm going to age myself a little bit here. I wasn't around – or old enough, should I say. I was around, but I wasn't old enough for Gretzky's, uh, if you want to call them prime years of his championships in the mid-'80s, late-'80s. I hadn't, obviously, started to watch hockey a ton um, until I was a tiny bit older, uh, but, you know, I will always remember as I my love for hockey grew, just watching again, watching Lemieux and Yager work together, uh, was a huge collector of cards, hockey cards. And I mean, y- you would go and you were looking for the specific ones. And I'll always remember a goal because I'm a Tampa fan, obviously. Um, and one of the, I believe it was Lemieux's final season um, or it might have been in the playoffs. I'm trying to remember specifically because I'm pulling this off in of memory now. Um, but he came, he was playing Tampa um, game was tied and Lemieux got a breakaway late in the game and he buried the puck and it was just unreal because I was at the game and I just remember being like, wow, I'm watching one of the greatest players He just got a breakaway against my team. I should be sad that he just scored, but I'm not because I'm watching greatness in front of me. Um, and that is a memory I literally obviously will carry with me for the rest of my life. It's funny how that sticks out. But um, that that game i'll never forget that moment because i know it was late in his career and I, again i'm trying to remember if it was a playoff time or regular season but it was late in the year and it, the game was tied and he just buried it on the breakaway and um i mean that's
0: Mar- mario had the moments um his mm-hmm. whole career was just kind of like moment after moment because of everything that he went through physically um you know the guy got beat up every night he didn't have uh, yep. Marty McSorley in his corner like Wayne Gretzky where if you touch Gretzky, you were pretty much dead um, so uh, Mario had so many memorable goals and plays the, the thing with Gretzky it, He might not have like the huge memorable moments. I mean obviously when he took the scoring lead of all time That was a big moment. I think Gretzky is more known for the accomplishments Um 50 goals in 39 games, you know, that's, (laughs) we'll never see that again. Uh, 51 game point scoring streak, you know, he had the three consecutive 200 point seasons, you know, everything that Gretzky did was done in chunks, (laughs) you know, his moments were in chunks, um, And and that's like a really stupid word to use. I can't think of a better word at the moment, but um, Mario's were more individual moments, I feel. Um, Even when you look at Stanley Cups, Mario has two. So, you know, that's a little more individual than Gretzky's with four, I think he has. So, uh, you know, you got to give Gretzky the love as far as the accomplishments that are never going to be matched. But I do give Mario a big edge
2: on the, the moment. Brian, what, what do you think? Um, well, I mean, we think about, especially like breakaways, uh, there were several times that Gretzky, you know, he, he would get stoned by the goalie. And, and you know, but with the you, I can only really think of like a couple times when it happened. I mean, when he came down to breakaway, you just, you knew it. You knew he was going to score. I mean, I, 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 the only one I can really that comes to mind right now is the time whenever um, uh, Dominic Casca got him uh, as a rookie um, uh, against the Blackhawks there in uh, the Stanley Cup. But besides that, it was like I, I can't hardly really think of any times. So he was just he was so money when he when he came, you know, when he went on a breakaway. Um, another big moment because I mean, you guys took a lot of the, lot of the ones I was going to say, but another big moment that, that sticks out to me. It might be kind of a little under the radar, but. Going back to the 89 playoffs the first year that the penguins were in there when they were starting to get serious again uh we went against the flyers um in that's in that series and that was like a very brutal physical series and lemieux just took that game over i forget which game it was game three or four but he just took the game over he scored five times against the flyers and Ron Hextall was so mad that he took a stick and and, and broke it against the goal. I mean, Ron Hextall. Hey, was he chase! Like he chased Robbie Brown down too. Right, right. It was just. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. He went after Rob Brown. Was <laughs> was Ron so Brown yeah. I tried to get so and I I can't recall many times I've seen a professional athlete just like so broken. And Mario did that to him. You know, and that was just like that was a key moment that, that always you know stuck with me about Mario Lemieux. The only other goalie I remember stuffing him,
0: uh, we all have to agree, would be Glenn Healy in 92,
3: <laughs> 93 oh, <that's> playoffs. <laughs> he you
0: the, the entire team.
3: Wasn't Lemieux the, the only person or the first person to score off, like, the face-off to? Like, he just whacked it from the face-off circle?
0: He did that on a challenge. Mark Madden challenged sure. him and said he would yeah. donate to charity. Yeah, so, okay. Um, so, let's let's go to our final uh, conclusions. Uh Kevin, I'm going to come to you first. Let's try and keep it you know, two minutes max. Who are you taking? Who has the better legacy? Like we all don't know who you're going to pick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it has nothing to do with being from Pittsburgh, okay? Um, but if we're looking at the whole picture, I mean, obviously, if we're going based on stats, um, by all means, hands down, Wayne Gretzky's the GOAT. Um, Like I said earlier, he's the Tom Brady and Tiger Woods of the NHL. Like no one's going to get his records, especially nowadays with the way it is, getting points and goals and stuff. You'll never see a 200-point season ever again. Like that will never, ever happen. Um, And even though it was in the time period of when it was, like that's still a a remarkable feat. And he almost had 3,000 points, like I mentioned um, earlier in this uh, podcast. Um, So hands down, if we're going with stats, it's Wayne Gretzky. But if we're going legacy, I think Lemieux has done uh, more things off the ice um, that help contribute to his legacy's uh, proceeding. Gretzky is fizzling out. Um, he hasn't had success really after retirement. Um, Lemieux, um, like we had mentioned, definitely has had the bigger moments um, and he's done it all um, in one city for one team. Um, he wasn't passed around. Um, so I feel like his legacy is gonna live on forever in pittsburgh uh so i'm going with lemieux for the best you see brett
1: um all right so kevin touched on great points there um you look and lemieux is again he played his whole career in pittsburgh so that kind of limited him to really being able to reach out um and Uh, you know, really put his reach into the hockey world in different cities, even though they all knew of him, where again, Gretzky played in LA and New York and Edmonton. I mean, you're talking about major cities with some of the largest populations around St. Louis. Uh, Yeah, St. St. Louis. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, But you know what, you know, if we're talking about legacy, I got to look at a couple of things. I got to look at number one, Mario's resilience, what he went through. I know that there's a what if, and we've talked about that regarding legacies, but I'm my goodness, the man came back from cancer and what he did immediately returning. And what it's just, it, it's unheard of almost nowadays with even nowadays with the advancement in medicals, uh, you know, that we've had. Um, and then you look at just the moments we talked about it, the moments you remember the big moments that you see, the things that you watch in stressful moments, who carries a team on their back. I, you know, I look and I, I, I think, you know. And Mario Lemieux had a gold medal as a player. You know, that's something I meant to mention earlier. Wayne Gretzky didn't as a player. You know, other reasons we could say why that is. But when it comes down to it, hold on. I got got to pull a Lee Corso here. We're on game day. So, but we're going to have to go with. (laughs) I know it's backwards, but. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we got it. That's the old school jersey there, man. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go next. Next. And Brian, will let you go after me, but uh, you guys made it sound really easy. Uh, it's not easy, and I'm not going to pull out a Mario bobblehead, but uh, I've got a couple of them over
1: there.
0: Uh, gosh. So, in my opinion, Mario was the better player. He had the bigger moments. Um, he's probably, maybe other than Gordie Howe, the biggest name in hockey. I think, Um, especially right now, (laughs) even though I mean you got Crosby and Ovechkin, but I mean I think people still think Mario over them. Um, But to me, Gretzky transcends hockey. Gretzky is a name; it's known in Russia, it's known in Ukraine, Czechoslovakia. You know other places, more than just the United States and Canada. Gretzky is bigger than hockey. Mario is hockey, Gretzky's bigger than hockey. Um, His legacy is more known everywhere. And, uh, you know, I mentioned all the things that he's been in um, entertainment wise, you know, things that make him, make his legacy bigger, I feel. i do agree with you guys i think mario is a better player i think he had the bigger moments on the ice he has the cancer coming back from that and that's all great legacy stuff but outside of canada and the united states i'm not sure that mario is going to be as known as gretzky and i'm looking at a global scale so i'm giving my vote to gretzky um brian finish us off here who you
2: taking I, i feel like this this is like my first um kind of uh, idea that I got whenever I, I approached this uh, discussion was I feel like this is almost the same kind of conversations we would have with Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady you've got a guy that I think Mary Lemieux is like is like Peyton Manning he's a probably the best you know the best uh, hockey player just all around hockey player that maybe there ever was I, I think so. Um you know and and I touched on you know what the st- the uh, statistics would have looked like had he not faced the injury you know health challenges and and whatnot and i and I do believe that you know that what if would have you know if that would have been answered in a positive manner that he would right now just be universally everybody would say it, yeah, he was the greatest ever, but that didn't happen um the more accomplished quarterback is Tom Brady, the more accomplished um uh, hockey player was Wayne Gretzky, for all the reasons uh, that you said, Michael, uh, on a worldwide scale. Um, you know, if you just add, ask the average casual uh, sports fan, you know, who do you know more about or who do you even know, they're going to know more about Gretzky. Um, and, and so just more of a household name all the way around. And that's really what that's really what it comes down to. Um, if I'm if I'm in an all time draft and I, and I want to take the the best player, I'm taking Mario Lemieux. But, when we're talking about the best legacy, it's got to be Wayne Gretzky. Wow. Okay. So we have our first tie
0: in show number three. That That's amazing. So we're going to let all you at home. You can settle it in the comments section. Unfortunately, probably most of our friends are from the Pittsburgh area, so that's not going to help Gretzky's cause any. Uh, but uh, I just want to remind everybody that uh, August 6th is the next show. Um, it's going to be the, uh, should MLB put the steroid players into the hall of fame? And that's going to be, um, a team debate. Uh, it's going to be me and Brett versus Kevin and Brian. I've got some steroid guys right behind me right now. Um, and, uh, remember that trivia question for a prize. Uh, I haven't been on Facebook, to see if anybody answered yet. Um, so, uh, get your answers up and if you get all three parts of that, correct, uh, Uh, get a prize mailed out to you if you've already won a prize unfortunately you can't win again so um keep that in mind so everybody have a good night thank you for joining us
3: thank you thank you guys